This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey guys, this is Jace. Hello everyone, it is your friend in your head, Shar. <laughs> hey Shar, how are you? You know, I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm happy to report, I forgot to say this last week, but I'm happy to report that my voice mm-hmm. is back in tip-top shape. Glory to God. I did not have to go to the doctor like I thought I was mm-hmm. going to have to You're go to. You're still alive. To. I'm still alive. It's no Joan Rivers. It's no Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm singing like I used to sing. I'm comfortable. I can swallow okay. So I just had to give that praise report because I know that I got a tweet last week asking me about my, my voice, my throat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everything's fine. So I made a mental note to say it on Kiss and Tell this week. Yes, concerned guest. Well, yes, um, this is Kiss and Tell Radio. I am back on the West Coast, the best coast. Um, yeah, I was actually in New York. It's been a, um, quite some busy happenings going on out in the East Coast. I had my first uh, youth uh, workshop in Brooklyn last week. Thank you to Dustin, um, Jamel, as well as Amber, who helped me out with that. Um, They liked it so much. It's going to be a monthly thing out in Brooklyn at the center, the last Wednesday of every month. Uh, so if you are in Brooklyn or just want to travel all the way down on the A train, get off at Horsham. Wait, no, sorry. That's a lie. (laughs) That is J Street Metro Tech, one stop before that. And then just go over to the Youth Center in Brooklyn if you want to check that out. It's for ages um, 13 to 23. Um, also, Kiss Into Live is coming up on both coasts. November 8th is LA, November 20th. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. And Char's on the panel as well as David Boom. He will be in the building I sharing his sassy opinions on life and i actually me and david used to be neighbors out in brooklyn really i think i remember you telling me this yeah we live both live in bushwick and we're the hashtag bushwick boys so whenever we took pictures together it was hashtag bushwick boys <laughs> and that's what it was so i i adore that man he's such a sweetheart he's actually from texas originally i did not know that either do you know what part of texas mm, no okay I'll i just know he, i just know he's texas when i see him yeah ask him about that um, so yeah, we've been talking about the slut walk a couple times in the past episodes that actually took place this weekend. Yes, it did. Did you see some of the pictures? I did, and I saw some of the clips. You know, she tearfully, uh, when she spoke, she forgave Kanye West and for the thirty showers. Yes, mm-hmm. and Wiz Khalifa for his stuff, but she was in tears. Did you see her mom sign? It said "fuck your thirty showers." Yeah, no, I know she mentioned it in her um, speech because you know how Kanye West when he said that when he got with Kim, he, he said that he had to take thirty showers showers to wash Ambrose off which is actually rude as shit I don't care like that's yeah and it's uncalled for right it really is and the 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 seat of that is it's uncalled for but right um it looked really really good what I wasn't expecting was so much back I knew that it was going to happen but so much backlash Mm -hmm. um I just had to write a Facebook status and I put it on Twitter where I kind of had to snatch people's edges especially women (laughs) who were trying to police and like it's like no one understands that respectability politics will not save you right so you trying to appease your patriarchal Facebook or whatever social media you have or your misogynistic like 
if you're going to criticize the slut walk, make sure it's coming from an objective standpoint and not mm-hmm. an internalized. Because, you know, a lot of the times we have to unlearn things. Right. And a lot of the times the misogyny, the misogyny and the patriarchy that we have in our heads has been so internalized with our upbringing that we have to unlearn things. And like I said, if you're going to criticize it, criticize it from an objective standpoint. You need to check yourself before you make your status. Mm-hmm. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because I just, I had to go off of it. It was pissing me off. It was so much. And then I saw on the shade room where Lance Gross and Lil Duval criticized it. Yes. And I'm like, and it was done in such a, an immature, juvenile, just stupid ass way. Yeah. I'm just. I mean, mm. Lil Duval, I have my mixed feelings with him because. I don't actually, have any mixed feelings. Lil Duval actually made a joke about me. About you? Yeah. The same way. It was in 2006. He performed at my school's uh, homecoming comedy show. And mm-hmm. he made a joke about me. And that was the first time. Lil Duval is actually the first time a joke was made about me in like a public uh, like area. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with, with, with someone having a microphone mm-hmm. and having 600 students turn around to see my reaction. And I remember being 18 and thinking like, what would Beyonce do? And so I sat there and I smiled. Mm-hmm. And I would do that today, too. I'm debating. I I paused because I was like, would I have gotten up and left? No. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to laugh, too. Even though I felt like I was going to burst into a cold sweat, honestly, Mm -hmm. because that had never happened to me before. But I've always looked at him as like a trollop. Yeah, I actually served him um, when I was in New York working a couple years back. And it was him. It was actually, um, what was the show that he was on with Charlemagne? The guy, guy code, code. Yeah. yes. So they, the whole crew came in and they picked me to serve them. About it was like about six or seven of them, and um, was he acting homophobic? No, he was just acting like the ass. And the thing about it, like, we, homophobic is he? I don't know. I don't really keep up with him. I mean, the it, the, it was a gay restaurant, it's eatery in Hell's Kitchen, so like it's okay. known for like you know my shirt was unbuttoned down to like pretty much my mid chest where my okay. like my nipples were peeking well you know he's not from new york city so who knows yeah if i he... don't know he was kind of crude and they left me a shitty tip and i definitely gave them all the shittiest look and Charlamagne was kind of one that kind of like you're like all right here you go here's the extra you know 20 right. bucks like i actually that was my first time i, was I like, like Charlemagne. Yeah, I, just, I do not like duval though yeah no he's kind and of a I short was really asshole. really disappointed in lance gross because i like lance gross but his that's comment... eva's baby daddy no, Kevin McCall is even. I can't keep up with these people. Who's Lance Gross? Evan, uh, uh, Lance Gross is an actor, the chocolate guy. He's Ch- now a photographer. The one that was, yeah, he shot Perry. my friend Alex. Okay, he's now a photographer. Eva was dating mm-hmm. him before Kevin McCall was See? even in the picture. Okay. <laughs> but it seems like she has a history, not to pick her apart, but she has a history of dating problematic men because... Lance never really said anything in the media until, you know, said anything like problematic until I saw his comment Mm -hmm. under Duvall's picture. And I was like, ew, really? I thought that he was more open, a little bit more progressive than that. It was just so ass backwards in 1945 of him. I mean, the only thing I saw that was kind of like blah about the slut walk um, was just kind of, I mean, she had the sign that said, you know, strippers have... Uh, feelings too, which I thought mm-hmm. was really dope because they do. And they were chanting "My pussy, my choice." Mm-hmm. That was cute. Um, ooh, let me put this on silent for oh, Amia. Um, but I did see like a dildo toss. And I, I saw like, that too to promote safe sex or something like that. Is that's that what, what they. That was? That's what they said it was. The dildo toss was not from Amber Rose and the Slut Walk. That was a contribution from a sponsor. Oh, like a vendor. Yeah, like a vendor. Okay. 
That had nothing to do with Amber Rose. Well, Amber Rose love walk her names on it, so watch what you hire. Um, so yeah, we also have um, you know Andrew Caldwell, which Alex unmuted. You can follow him on social media. He's actually out in Atlanta. I've talked on the show before. Um, he has a show in Atlanta, and he actually interviewed um, the Delivered Boy. Like, I am Delivered. Yes. And he. I mean, he may be delivered, but he's obviously still messy boots because he was talking about how he was dating Portia from the Housewives of Atlanta's ex-husband, um, Cordell, the NFL player. And how... Now, see, I didn't watch this. This morning when I rolled over, I woke up mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. and I was thinking about what I was going to have for lunch. Anyone who follows me. <laughs> no, seriously. Anyone who do follows me. Do you skip breakfast me... every day? No, I do not skip breakfast, but... The point I'm trying to make is anyone who follows me knows that lunch is my favorite meal of the day. Really? And it's my favorite word. Like, one of my favorite words, like lunch. It's such a good word to say out loud. Lunch. What I are think you having brunch from... is better because no. there's mimosas involved. No. I love lunch. So I woke up this morning. I did not have breakfast. Um, but I was thinking about what I was going to have for lunch. And mm-hmm. I'm scrolling through Facebook. This is around 7 a.m. And I see... The still of this interview, and I see the caption saying that this guy delivered is saying that he used to date Cordell Stewart. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? Block. I kept scrolling oh. <laughs> because I had more pressing issues to mm-hmm. get to. But I just, did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. Cause, but I watched it a while ago because the interview was... Oh, this was, is old. I mean, I don't know. It was this week. It was okay. maybe, maybe like three or four days ago. Because I saw... Because Alex, I follow Alex on social media. Who's Alex? Alex Unmuted. He's a personality on Atlanta. Okay. So when he posted on Facebook and all this stuff like that, he had posted a picture of him in the studio. And I was like, oh, shit. Here we bro, go. Here we go. But I had no idea that he was going to be mentioning anything with uh cordell and i mean i think it's uncalled for like you know connie west's 30 shower comment but i mean teach um but and you know what you got to watch out for things like that because cordell could slap him with a nice defamation mm-hmm. lawsuit Slander. and then what mm-hmm. then what's your next step right but apparently, he, interview... but apparently he has money because he was like yeah cordell bought me purses bags just like porsche i just didn't have the ring Oh, sweet Jesus. So, right. wait, wait, wait. Is he saying that he was with Cordell when Cordell was with Portia? Yeah, he said it was like a one-time situation. But he, he's like, you see, you saw my jag outside. Oh, sweet yeah. Jesus. Watch it, watch it later. It's, it's see, I have to watch myself because, you know, as an interviewer, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be able to sit through something like that without being shady. Because as an interviewer... But you should be shady. In my, in, no, 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 no. Because as, Williams. A, as an inter- I don't want to be Wendy. Oh. I want to be Char. Amen. And as an interviewer... I want to come from an objective standpoint. Oprah taught me that. An objective standpoint. But it would be very, very, very hard for me to interview someone like Delivered or someone like Kim Davis and not be sitting there like, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can't hold it in <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're fine. Well, I want to make my show a safe platform. I want to make it a safe haven. I want everybody to feel like it's okay to go to the Sharjah Cell show. When I get it, because it's coming. When, but exactly, want, when, not I, if. Oh, yeah, no ifs. It's happening. Mm-hmm. But I want to make it um, a safe place and a good platform for people to, you know, do whatever. Express. But at the same time, I'm human, damn it. Right. So and maybe I is. need a little bit more practice. Maybe that why, that's why I don't have it yet. It's because yeah. I'm it's... shady. 
yeah, it's, it's been a fun week. I mean, Janet released the album. She sounds just like Michael on it. Uh, Tamar released her album as well. It's really good. And I'm not interested in either. Don't mm-hmm. troll my mentions. <laughs> Do not save your tweets. I'm going to tell you why. Janet, when it was announced that she was returning back to music, I was genuinely so excited and i'm not really? even yes and I, i'm not even a big 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 janet fan like that but i'm a big enough fan where i can appreciate her impact on the culture mm-hmm. and on music like she's beautiful to me i love let's wait a while you know uh it's all for you like i love she has a great catalog mm-hmm. okay so i was excited however because, because janet's been gone she's been missing from the scene with overseas with her rich middle eastern husband so however when no billionaire sleep, when no sleep came out, I was kind of like I was tired. I was that's perfect. When no sleep came out, I was tired. tired. The video looked dated. It reminded me of Georgie Porgy putting pie kiss the girls and make them cry. <laughs> Eric Benet and Faith Evans, and um, I don't know. I just I was not excited about it. And I even though I reblogged and shared when she, you know she has this song with Missy Elliott, I didn't give it a listen. I'm just so un, I became uninterested like that. So it was like, I was so excited, like, oh my God, I'm going to go see Janet. I'm going to see her in concert. I'm excited to see what this new music going to give. And then I'm like, "Mm." and then with Tamar, and this is in all honesty, I have never really seen it for her. But when her album came out, like Love and War came out, I wasn't thirsty to listen to it, but I eventually ended up listening to it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to be the same way with this Calling All Lovers Mm -hmm. record. Like, the first time I heard Circles is when she performed it on Wendy Williams earlier this week. Like, I'm in no rush to... It's going to come. ...go and listen to Tamar. It's going to come, you know, maybe... Three months from now? No, not that long. A couple weeks. Maybe on a Saturday when I have nothing to watch Mm -hmm. or nothing to listen to and I've caught up with all of my TV and I'm like, let me give Tamar's album a try. Yeah, I definitely... I was cooking dinner in Jersey when I listened listened to it. So I was like, okay. So what did you think? Did you listen to both? No, I'm not... I don't listen to Janet. Like, I listened to some of it because Marcus was playing it. Okay. Uh, Marcus was the host of last week's show when I was out in New York. So Marcus was playing. He's a huge Janet, Tina everything out of his era um that's fan. such a good poster of tina he has by the way yes with i the, told him um, you need to get that frame right with the, dress the black and the white one mm-hmm. that one was amazing i want a picture of destiny's child like that in my living room and i need it to be black and white i want a picture of notice like i said destiny's mine. child and not beyonce amen i need all three all three destiny's children's um yeah it was it was good i mean they chose a, a song called sun um sex over nonsense which really speaks to me because I am very stubborn. Which one, Tamar or? Tamar. Okay. I mean, I don't know any Janet songs. Sex over nonsense. I like that. Yeah, so sex over nonsense. Basically, she's talking about, um, you know, just, you know, I'm bitter and, like, you know, I'm in the shower. You try to act all big, but guess what? We're going to make up a sex. Mm. So it's like, you know, people are stubborn as hell. And I'm, have you seen a Tamar event show, whatever the thing was called? Yes. I um, prefer the Braxtons. I don't like a lot of spinoff shows. Like, I prefer Keeping Up with the Kardashians mm-hmm. versus Chloe and Kim take, you know, Madagascar or whatever. I like, <laughs> what's this, like, I like the Braxton family values. I didn't really care for Tamar and Vince, but yeah. make a point. But she's, she's stubborn and she knows it. And so basically what the, that's what the song's about, like being stubborn and just like, Shut up and just let's have sex. I couldn't even listen to Circles without thinking about... I don't even know what Circles is, to be Circles honest. is, I guess, her newest single. She, Like I said, she performed it on Wendy Williams. She's going on tour with Mary J. Blige. 
And I couldn't, but I'm saying I couldn't listen to it without being distracted by the title because you know Mariah Carey. Right, Mariah Carey. That's the thing. Woo! Emancipation of Mimi. Now that circles. Mm-hmm. Yo. That's the real my circles. My dad's ex-wife <laughs> told me to play that for my dad after she was kicked out the house. Tell me to just play circles for him. I was like, what do you, girl? Do they have memories attached to that song? I don't think so. Um, nor did my dad care. Hmm. It was interesting. But yeah, I got, got shout outs to um Ms. Both of them. Right. And his new wife. Um, so, cuffing season. It is officially fall. Yes. And it feels like it today in L.A. Yeah. I mean, even though the sun is peeking through the blinds right now, mm-hmm. when I was on my way over here, it was a little nippy. But I could appreciate that. I can appreciate just being a native Chicagoan. I can appreciate just a little briskness to the air. I don't need a lot. Being an L.A. resident, I don't need a lot. Yes, yeah, I can... When I left for on the plane... What, three days ago? Mm-hmm. It was 48 degrees. And I was like, shit. That's a little bit. I could take 55. But it's October. The beginning of October. So it's yeah. going to get worse. Yeah. So that's where my head is at. But Well, they said our winter is supposed to be hell because of El Nino. Hell. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's your first El Nino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me as a kid. Like, my whole river used to turn into, like, a forest. I've never dealt like a... with an El Nino. I don't even know what it is. I guess it's something with the Pacific Ocean giving us reverb and making things. The yeah, whole city it's just cold. a lot of rain and a lot oh. of just gloominess. But, I mean, you'll be fine. You're Chicago. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about stuff that's happening this week. Um, Scandal came on. Yes. This is a, we're two episodes in, though. Two episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's um, that everyone knows. Like, that's my favorite show. Probably the only show between that and Being Mary Jane are, like, my top two shows on television. Um, but you don't one, like How to Get Away with Murder? No. Oh, my God. You tripping. No. Viola Davis and you that plum lipstick tripping. and that trembling. Like, no. And that then, show like, is stellar. And when she took off that wig... <laughs> Like, that show is part? stellar. No. That was so important to the story, though. For her to remove her makeup and her wig was so important to the story. So important to the story. Mm-hmm. We needed to see that vulnerability and that rawness in her character for that particular scene, that particular storyline. This next season, off without a hitch. I'd venture to say, I don't how know. to get away with that She's a lesbian now. She is not a lesbian now, she's but bisexual. someone from her past came and already shaken up the table. See, I just... But it's good because now we're trying to figure out who shot her. Because, you know, Shonda, for that show, she fast forwards Mm -hmm. and shows Annalise, who's Viola's character, on the floor dying. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, 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 two months earlier. And so it, like, walks you through. But it... I just it's can't get out onto a... Viola. I can't. How how could you not have an? So you I know, know Viola Davis, yes, but her character on Elise. Okay, that's I was, who I can't you get. You know, down I was about to. Yeah, come Viola Davis. Wig. No, I'm no no my big. Viola is phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, no, she's dope, but, but her character on the show, I just can't get down. I would with. highly I'm, recommend I'm that you give it another try. If you can appreciate Scandal, you can definitely appreciate how I to get away with murder. I can appreciate Scandal because the fuckery in the relationships. Um, well, the but, same with I mean, away with murder. Right. But side chicks, you know, Olivia Pope has been President Fitzgerald's side chick since the since first Since the dawn of time. Season of What the is show. this for Scandal? Season this is 6? Season, no, this is season 5. Okay. Maybe season 4. No, it's not season 4. It's either 5, it's five. or 6. No, it's definitely 5 then. 5, okay. Yeah. And so, I mean... People, Sean got a lot of slack for, you know, highlighting the other woman in the relationship and how, you know, this is the president of the United States. Stories need to be told across the board. Right. So y'all can shut that shit up, whoever, <laughs> you know. But I mean, how do you, that's how you feel about it. Like, shut up? 
I feel with the criticism of scandal, yes, shut mm-hmm. up because stories need to be told. How many times, how many different ways can you tell the narrative of husband and wife? Mm-hmm. It's getting like, so I like that Shonda incorporates things like side chicks and same sex relationship storylines because those stories deserve to be told too. Those stories are entertaining too. Mm -hmm. Those relationships are layered too. Mm -hmm. How many different ways can we tell the story of man and wife Right and and the complexity of heteronormative and relationships. And it's very real. Side chicks yeah. are oh, very yes. real. Just and like, like gay relationships mm-hmm. are very real. So they deserve. That's why I say shut up to the to the people critiquing and criticizing scandal based off of that and that alone. Right, I totally agree. And you know, I just I'm a big Olivia Pope fan, but when it comes to relationships, like she just she's a hot mess. Olivia's like a lot of us in that when things are as, good... As, us as in women or... People in general. People, okay. As in when things are good, they're great. Mm-hmm. And when they're not so good, she, she contributes to them being not so good. Mm-hmm. And then she runs and retreats. Mm-hmm. She gets her bottle of red wine and she goes yeah. starts solving puzzles out it's in society. It's fun to watch, though. It is. No, I but I prefer it. watching Olivia the Fixer, honestly. Shonda, if you're listening, mm-hmm. I prefer watching Olivia the Fixer... Versus watching Olivia on this emotional roller coaster with Fitz. Yeah. No. I like when people are brought in Actually, and she has to like piece it together and how are we going to spin PR and how are we going to. You're going to go I think I like it the other way this. around. I like oh, it with no. the Because I could. I relate to it. Because like when I watched that show originally, I was in. I was Olivia Pope. And I was just like, not necessarily. You don't find that storyline gets so tired. How many times it, are we going to? I love. I'm when, tired of it now because I'm in. I'm not in that emotional state we're anymore. Five seasons but when in. I was in that emotional state, okay. I was just like, "Carrie girl, I get it. Like that's where I was at." But now that I'm kind of in a clear headspace, granted, I have to tell you something later because I just remember something right now. In fact, okay. I'm gonna bring it up now. So my friend calls me, and he was just like, "Oh my gosh! Like I'm listening to your podcast. I love it so much." And it's so funny, like the balance between you and Shar. And uh-huh. I was like, "Oh well, what do you mean?" He's like, well, you know, like, Shar is just like, she has so much hope and faith and relationship. She's on Tinder. And... Not anymore, kids. Not anymore. Oh, well, I haven't been on Tinder. I deleted Tinder after a month. Oh, you backtracked. Well, yeah. Well, I deleted Tinder after a month. I was only on Tinder. Do you still have hope in dating? Uh, I'm actually dating some. I actually want Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Pause where you are. Okay, let me finish this statement. Then we can get to that point. <laughs> he was saying that I was like semi jaded. And just like, like blah, you're cynical. I'm cynical, but I think he knows me to be a different person because I'm like either super relationship oriented, like I'm in it to win it, mm-hmm. or I'm just like completely single where I'm not thinking about other people mm-hmm. as far as romantically. Um, so I thought that was funny the comparison. So who are you dating? I am dating. I I don't know if I told the full story on here, but Nick. you don't have to, you don't have to get Nick. His name is Nick. Wait, the fuckboy Nick. What did I say about Nick? You said it. You you told me we had, off air because okay, last yes, time you were yes, just like we can talk who, about this later yes. off the air, and now we're on the fuck air. Boy and Nick, that fuck is boy who Nick I am is dating. Um, the Armenian. Yes, he is not. A, I, I retract my statement. He's a good guy, <laughs> but he may have now. Listen, we're still in the honeymoon phase. Things are still very very fresh. Uh huh. So I'm not ruling out potential fuck boy qualities. I'm not ruling out the possibility that he might be a fuck boy. But mm-hmm. we went out Friday night and it was Where'd you go? One of the best dates. I'm gonna be vague. He okay. picked me up 
in a very, very nice car, which he owns, okay? Absolutely. Very, very nice car. I open the car door. There is a wrapped gift in the on the seat. So I didn't open it until I got home, but it was my favorite fragrance, the gift set. And how he knew is weeks, almost like months ago, he when we first started communication, he asked me, you know, just in small talk, like, what's your favorite? Da, 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 da. Right. So he bought that for me. And he had it gift wrapped. But like I said, I didn't open it until I got back home. But we ended up going to a very nice restaurant in Marina Del Rey. Absolutely. With a great uh, Marina Del Rey view. is on the west side of Los Angeles, right by the yes. water. With a great view. Harbor and, and then everything. afterwards, we went to a nice hookah spot. Mm-hmm. And I think then, I saw that on your Instagram. It, no, it was on Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. Okay. And then we went to... Uh, my house. Well, we didn't go in oh, my house. Oh, did you not have sex and chill? No, we did not have sex, but oh, we okay. did make out. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> he sent me on my way. Now, he just texts me, and he wants to go out again tonight around 8. My dilemma that I'm thinking about, not that this is you all's issue, I'm like, shit, what am I going to wear? But that's neither here nor there. We're dating. I'm having a good time with him right now. I'm trying Absolutely. not to get invested he is very, very... Like I said, we're in the honeymoon phase. Right. And I'm not trying to be cynical and be like, oh, well, you know... Pick him apart. Something's gonna go wrong. Right. I'm just literally enjoying the ride and enjoying the time that I'm spending with this guy right now. Absolutely. The moment. He's he's a gentleman. Like, he made me feel very safe, very secure. He, uh, the restaurant that we went to had valet. So it was like all these, like, things. Like, he... Mm -hmm. And not saying valet, that I'm impressed by valet, bills. but was I'm sure. a hundred bills, like Rihanna said? He had, a, he has a nice amount. And okay. I'm not trying to make a, paint a picture like I'm impressed by valet. I'm just trying to paint a, a, a picture for you all can, so you all can get to a know. gist. He, he made like, an effort to, to he made an effort to, you know, really impress you. I mean, he bought you a fragrance and wrapped it up in a box. Like, right. And it was very nice. And it had is, ribbon and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is not like an anniversary. This is not a Christmas no. birthday. This was just on a Tuesday night just or Friday night. Friday night, date. He's smelling good. He had his arm around me like a secure type thing, like ownership. Absolutely. The conversation was lit. Everything was just good. So, yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to go on a social experiment and like go on a date. You inspired me This right is now. my first time going on a date in a while. I should note that. Mm-hmm. Like on a real date. Not a go over your house and we order Chinese and we talk about hot topics. And So is this your cup and season boo? I don't know. I'm not speaking too soon. Like okay. I said, I'm having a good time right now mm-hmm. with the guy who but he enjoys. But do you see him my... as your cup of season? I do. Amen. I can. He, he is definitely in the top billing right now. Amen. Amen. Top, top billing right cup now. Cup and season. Well, as we said before, cup and season is here. So get your bays. It's funny. I actually remember when I first moved to New York, um, one of my friends had told me, like, let me just tell you about the cycle that happens in New York. Um, summer, you're single. Mm-hmm. You're hot. You're sweaty. You're this is you fire. sound like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Fall is when you kind of like you know you find Bay. You know mm-hmm. you sit there. You kind of go on a couple of dates. You wear your scarves, mm-hmm. your earth tones, your boots. You look mm-hmm. really cute. And then the winter time, you're with Bay. Mm-hmm. And you gaining know, weight, gaining weight, eating all types of food. Um, but and oh, then, as soon as the first tulip blooms. Right. As soon as that sun peeks its head over that rain cloud, it's time to break up. Mm-hmm. And then you get cute Chicago in the gym. through the same cycle. You go to the gym. You get summertime and fine. And then you have summer. You get summertime mm-hmm. fine. And then you 
possibly do it all over again or you just have a good time in the summer mm-hmm. so yeah so wait have you ever cuffed in season before have i ever had cuffing see- in college that's the last time like you like someone that you were dating and like you knew that you know this has an expiration date yes mm-hmm. yes okay. it was convenience at the time okay i'm a realist amen and i know how I, I try not, as a woman, I try not to get, and as a hormonal woman, mm-hmm. I try not to. We all know Char's hormonal. I got a little choked up talking about how good my date was because I had that great of a time. But um, I try, it's so hard not to put emotion and evo- involve emotion in these things. But um, at the end of the day, when you're by yourself and you just washed your makeup off at night, you have to look in the mirror and you just wrapped your hair and made sure your edges were laid. You mm-hmm. have to look in the mirror and you have to say, you have to talk to yourself like this. Like, bitch, it is what it is. <laughs> like, I know you're giddy. I know he brought you your favorite lunch. But and let's you be real. Be, but, and that's when the Jace character comes in. Right. Seriously. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all good. Your, your judgment can be clouded when you're with them. But right. when you're in the bathroom you're all by yourself with the door closed and you're, like I said, washing off your makeup mm-hmm. and you're applying, slathering on your moisturizer after your witch hazel. Mm-hmm. You have to look in the mirror and you have to be real with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself and remind yourself who you are mm-hmm. and what this is. Not saying that... Not, and that's where I'm at 24-7. Not saying <laughs> that nothing good... Not not saying that a relationship can't potentially but bloom don't sit from it. here and like accelerate the process. Right, just enjoy the process and, and don't make be, it something that it's not. And that it's not. But I mean, obviously, he's giving you like he's making the effort. But he also has tendencies. But I'm saying I'm re- I'm referring back to my college days. Oh, I the college kn- days. I already knew during cuffing season oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. when springtime hit, when spring semester hit, right after Delta week in March, mm-hmm. when it starts getting warm i already know where this is going to go right i think the issue so that why i made... invest it in it let's just keep going to buffalo wild wings <laughs> i'll bring you, you happy know, hour i'll bring you your 12 spicy garlic back home if i go out with the mm-hmm. girls and then maybe we can bone or you know have some oral and then fall asleep in each other's arms but or not just go home long. Or just or go well, back no. to your dorm room. You fall asleep in each other's arms? No. I told you. That's why I just was saying not too long. Because you know I'm not a cuddler. Oh, yeah. So we can doze off. Mm-hmm. Or you can doze off. Mm-hmm. And then two breaths into dozing off, I'm on the opposite side of the bed. Right. Because I'm not a cuddler. See, I'm the one that sends someone's home. I, I'm, I'm back in the day, I should say. Not during cuffing season. You sending people home during cuffing season? I'm from California. Like, cuffing season isn't really a real thing until 2011 for me. Because California The weather doesn't The weather, change. right. Like, you don't have to feel... Right. Like, cuffing season, yeah. I was like, cuffing season, right? Like, it was cuffing it's a thing. Cuffing season is virtually not existent out here. But it's not a real thing until you get to the East Coast when weather's involved. Because right. when you have, like, the gloomy days, like, you're just... You're in your feelings. And... Well, yeah. Yeah, you are. Not me. I mean, I, I let I let the weather dictate my mood, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, it's gloomy outside. I wish I had a man. It's just that's like, not I had a man. It's just like you're more in tune. It's not like as fun and vibrant yes, as going to the true. beach or going out to the pool that. parties. But it's I'd more of to like say, you want to be comfy at home and like have pumpkin spice lattes. Right, but I'd venture to say that there's no such thing as cuffing season in LA because yeah, my sure experience not. last mm-hmm. year. Last year was my first full year here, and it was only really kind of cold, so to speak, like. December, January. Mm-hmm. November was still warm. Oh, my February birthday's in January, warm. and I grew up with Mine barbecues. Too. Yeah, see? 
for my birthday. And, and like, I was people are telling go me to that. They're like, Mixology what? in the Grove for mm-hmm. my, my birthday's in January. When is your birthday? January 20th. Okay. And you're in Aquarius. The year before mine. I'm second. Yeah. And I went to a outdoor bar, mm-hmm. this year, which is unfathomable in Chicago. Yeah. But I went to Mixology in the Grove and yeah. had some drinks and stuff. So it's just. That's why I say I venture to say it's no such thing as cuffing season, mm-hmm. which I guess you don't really have to question people's. Well, it is Hollywood. You do have to question. Right. I'm like, motive. you're still in Los Angeles, sweetheart. But um, yeah. I don't know. I it's for me. I think my issue is that I have definitely brought people out of cuffing season. Like I'll have like a summer love. That's like I've had one of the greatest summer loves. Like one of the best summers of my life. Summertime is was a good summer time 2013. To be... And I brought this person with me into fall. And then brought him also into winter. I'll never forget. This was like the one of the funniest experiences. Like, I live in Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. And the trains didn't go over there. You have to take a bus. Okay. And this man went and took a bus into Jersey down the Lincoln Tunnel and was coming out. And he called me. He was like, hey, I'm on my way. Da, 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 da. And I think he was coming from brunch. So he was like a little drunk. And I walked out to um, Boulevard East, which has the best view of Manhattan you'll ever see in your life. It's right on the coast of New Jersey, mm-hmm. overlooks Midtown and all the lights and everything. And he's trying to be so smooth. And this man fell off the damn bus. Ooh. Fell out like, do, 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 do. Yikes. Yeah, it was not cute. But with that said, like, we kind of had a small cuffing season. That was, like, the closest I've gotten to cuffing season ever okay. in life. Because, like, he was my summer love that went into fall. And there was definitely some trials and tribulations and bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. We, That's natural. Yeah, we stopped talking for a while, you know, started talking again, blah, 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 blah. But I think that's the closest, because, like, you know, I'm from L.A. Mm-hmm. I'm from California. And so, like, the seasons don't really dictate, you know, that. Like, I was never like, oh, it's pumpkin spice lattes. And can I get some, like, pumpkin I'm bread and pumpkin, pumpkin this pumpkin and pumpkin girl. that and pumpkin organic, um, vegan, no sugar, no fat, no mm-hmm. food. Um, oxygen, please? Like, no, thank you. I'm not into it at all. <laughs> um, so, along with cuffing season, a lot of people, I mean, we're all adults now, but I just kind of want to bring this in. We get, um, seasonal jobs, especially, like, in retail, because everyone's buying, you know, shoes or Christmas gifts mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Like, there's a huge, uh, what was it, the big sale after Thanksgiving? Black Friday? Black Friday. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um... So we all usually get, like, extra jobs. Some people get part-time jobs. But, I mean, sometimes when you get part-time jobs, you go ahead and you find bays at work. And that could be a very tricky situation. Um, I don't believe in it. You don't believe in it? No. Have you done it before? Yes. Um, do you want to tell that story? Or do you want to... I mean, there's really topics no... Topics and... It's really no story to tell, honestly. Um, Ooh, that bad? It's just... You really, I would advise everyone not to eat where you shit. Mm-hmm. And I think in order to really have a successful relationship where you work together in that same environment, you all have to be specifically on the same page. Yeah. I mean, I know that can be argued with everything, yes. But when you are in a working environment... You have to be on the same page and you both have to be secure. You both have to be mature and the lines of communication Mm -hmm. need to be open because, yeah, it's all fun and games when you get involved, but you have to potentially think, what if this ends 
in a messy way. Mm-hmm. I have to see this person every day. I have to, we have, I'm sure with working environments, there's always mutual acquaintances, mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And God forbid the person is someone that you have to answer to or something like that. Like it's just, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm against it. I'm against it. I would not advise it for anyone. Honestly. I would definitely say the same thing. And my testimony is probably a little bit, I'm going to, I mean, I'll just tell the story. Um, I was working at an establishment and it kind of became a situation where I was seeing slash boning my boss. Oh, no, 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 no. So, and, no, it, just kinda, and it just kind of happened because like, you know, it was just out in New York. And so, you know, everyone's just like, oh, yeah. You know, we're going to go chill and have drinks, da, da, da. So we're having drinks, and I don't know. There wasn't really anything, like, there before, um, but I still live in Jersey, and he lived in Midtown, and so I was like, hey, can I, you know, use your restroom? Mm-hmm. The restroom turned into, hey, let's watch a movie. That turned into, oh, wait, we're naked. So, right. And then oh, wow. that happened, and then after that, I was kind of like, uh, I don't really know what's going on. And then... You know, obviously we're at work and we're functioning at work and no one ever knew um, until kind of after the situation. Um, but, I mean, it was kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm sure it's fun sneaking around and stuff at the time. I'm not saying that every situation ends badly, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that you will be a fool not to entertain the thought of the what if. Oh, yeah, no, the what if. Someone. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at the time, I didn't really care. And I, and I wasn't really vocal about what was going on. I think this is the most I've ever, like, spoken about it publicly. Um but it was kind of fun. And, like, for me, as far as work, I was like, my schedule was on fleek. Right. Like, you I, got all the hours. Mm-hmm, <laughs> all the hours. And if I didn't want to work, I didn't. Yeah. Um, but then that kind of just came, like, crashing down. Um, I was just about to ask, how did that end for you? Oh, baby. Uh, I'm just, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about it. So, um, <laughs> one mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, I was actually coming back from L.A., and I went straight to his house, and you know we're eating. Da da da. Um, this is January. Sorry, December thirty first into January first. Okay. Um, and this is kind of. And how long the job in? A few months. Okay. Right. Um. And I've never told this story. I'm kind of probably gonna regret this later on, but in the January first, January second, my birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you and to me. My dick started hurting. Oh. And I was just like, oh. uh, right. And I'm just <laughs> like, Ugh. I'm just like, okay. And this has never happened to me before. Like, yeah. I'm just like, and I'm like, because we didn't have sex at night either. Like, I just okay. received oral. Okay. And so I was just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So my ass takes myself right to the clinic. So did you, did it start hurting after ejaculate? If, if you don't mind me asking. Go ahead. Did it start? Did it start hurting after you finished, or while the act was going on? It was a few days later. Okay, so this is days later. Yeah, this is maybe like a day and a half later. Okay. Or like I woke up on January second. I was like, "What the fuck is going on with my dick?" Versus me waking up, pussy popping on the handstand. Right, because it's, it's your birthday. I'm over here crying in Jersey, and you're over here twerking for a dollar, talking about I was funny like no i was like scared i'm like i don't yeah that could be a polarizing experience I've yeah been. and i just didn't understand because like i didn't know you could get i had gonorrhea and i didn't know you yeah, could I get used. that from oral well you just taught me something because i didn't know you could get that you either. can so i'm trying to play and the doctor so if someone like, puts their mouth on you you can contract mm-hmm. it it could I be didn't... it could be in the throat wow 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in that the clinic. That is absolutely fucking disgusting. Out. Yeah, and the I'm fact in the that clinic. someone has got a fucking Rhea in their, their goddamn throat. throat, just chilling in the back, having a Thanksgiving party. Like, no, like the party's over. Does it make your breath smell? Like, I what? don't think so. What are the side effects? How do you? You don't know unless you give someone head and they get gonorrhea. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, they shot. They stuck a Q-tip up my asshole, down my throat. I had to pee take blood they shot me with injections oh. i had to take a liquid um what's it See, called things like this would make me never want to have sex again yeah I, no, mean, I was terrified yeah i was terrified and the guy's laughing he's like this is curable. normal yeah yeah he's like yeah. this is normal blah, blah 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 i'm like this is not normal for me i don't think you understand like, right. things like this do not happen some to people me. become accustomed to this shit but right. i don't do th- right. i do my do and i ain't never like yeah 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 so yeah. I th- that was very yeah. So apparently it's a normal thing. So watch out there for y'all giving. So did you this. confront him? I did, and that's kind of what the end thing was because he said when he got tested, and this I didn't find this out to a year later. Okay. He said when he got tested, um, he said he didn't have it. So I was just like, but I, I but you knew that you weren't doing anything, right? Like, I mean, you, so did God just like? Is this a divine venereal right. disease? Like, but he never like told me, and I thought for me I was being responsible, and for him he was just like, no, you're cheating on me. Like cheating. First of all, we were never dating. We were fucking entertaining each other. Like mm-hmm. we were recording each other. Yada, were you yada. sleeping with other people? No. See, then yeah, some it was some, uh, or was it laying dormant? You know, some STDs can be dormant in your body for uh, a a certain time before they show up and show out. You know, that's a possibility, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They can just, because it depends on how your body works and antibodies and your blood and all that stuff and how healthy you are. Some STDs can lay, like, lay low on the chill side. And then one day they just decide they just want to fuck shit up. Right. So, I mean, for me, I thought he was, like, I was being responsible by letting him know. And he took it as, like, something different. And they wanted to bring it up, like, a year later when I was in New York. And we had a full of an argument, like... I was like, why didn't we have this conversation a year ago? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't even have anything. It probably was him. Yeah, it probably was him. And like, I don't know. It was. I think it was, it was the working. I think it was the working environment that was kind of like you know testing him, and like he didn't want to lose his job and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah, maybe yeah. there was just I don't know. But anyways, that was my working story. So lesson to all: don't fuck your manager. Don't sleep. Um, don't sleep where you shit. Don't sleep where or you shit. Don't eat where you have shit. Have fun. How if you do have fun while it's happening, but just know it will come crashing down sooner or later. Entertain the what if. Mm-hmm. Well, no, don't say that because there are certain people who end up getting married to their. You know, there's certain relationships but that prosper. usually there's going to be some type of. Yes. You know, it's, the argument is... will not be the same when you're mm-hmm. arguing with Bay and you have to answer to Bay professionally. Mm-hmm. The argument will not be the same. Oh, or yeah. even even if you're even if Bay is a coworker, the argument will not be the same oh, yeah no we got into full-blown arguments at work and then he would like text me after like i'm sorry i'm no, like no, no no i'm still pissed at you and then i just think that people need their separate space like i can imagine like sometimes work can be an escape for people or sometimes going home and being in a relationship or doing whatever is an escape for people so me personally the way my personality is set up i can't be sleeping with you and then being like seeing oh, you, you for eight hours right. the same hell, day hell oh and there was no. a time too i already never forget no, like ma'am. i was the night at his house and he was just like well you can't be late i'm your boss please don't please do jace not. i don't see how you didn't end it right then and there because i would have been like you know what this was fun it but, but that, i'm going it, it was fun 
it was fun. And he but was for him great. to say something like that, there's yeah, always... Yeah, no, I wouldn't always check him. There's always... But still, even still, there's always red flags. Yeah. There's always I know. I knew it was going to come crashing down. That, there was no way that, that would have been like, enough last. of a sign for me. Like, okay. Like how I said, that was an expiration date. Like, I knew that had an expiration date. I just right. didn't know when it was. But I was going to enjoy the moment. But well, I would have made that the, my expiration date. Yeah. Because to me, that... For mm. me, my personality, mm-mm. You can't joke about, like... I just would have been like, Mm-mm. this would be in my best interest just to cut this off right now. No, I just, I think I had fun talking to my boss, like, in his face. But yeah. anyways, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. This was an interesting episode. Cuffing season is here. So be careful with your seasonal jobs and your side chicks. Um, also want to point out that this Saturday, I'm going to mention earlier, we did Show and Tell 2.0 out in Brooklyn, but... Um, Kiss and Tell Networks has a spot at the Models of Pride event put on by LA Works, which is the youth division of um, the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Um, so we're going to be talking about identity and labels. Shar is actually one of the panelists on mm-hmm. there as well. So um, Shar, um, who else is on there? Amber, Amber's Closet, who is on the Kiss and Tell Live as well as her. And then I have to confirm the last guest, but he knows what the date it is. So yeah, this is Saturday. This um, upcoming Saturday. Upcoming Saturday. So it's October 10th at mm-hmm. USC. So I'm sure you'll see pictures. Um, it's going to be a really good um, workshop. I did it last week in Brooklyn. It's extremely well. Um, and then also the Ace Walk is going to be the 11th. So it is not too late to go up and sign up. Um, it's going to be la.acewalk.net. Um, the, our team number is 8713. Yes, that is correct. 8713. All right. all right. And make cool. sure you all check me out on AfterBuzz. Visit Sharsesso.com mm-hmm. for all of my updates. I'm on AfterBuzz still every Tuesday, rounding out Oxygen's The Bad Girls Club and E's Show Wags. Oh, I didn't tell you. I was at my friend's house the other day and I like heard your voice. And I was like, is that Shar? And he's like, is she chocolate with blonde hair? I'm like, yes. She's like, he's like, yeah, I'm watching After Buzz. I was like, um, oh, that's really? my homegirl slash co-host. <laughs> so I was just, that was really funny. And this is in New York. So oh, you wow, you are really? you are you know making your staple oh, in the entertainment nice. industry. So get it, girl. I'm proud. That's nice. That just warmed my heart. Mm-hmm. So but... it's like that tea. That's what, <laughs> Shut that's up. The... <laughs> We're sipping tea right now. If you can't hear my spoon clanking against the glass, right? That's what we do. Every, I she Char texts me. I'm on my way. I, I start warming up the water for our uh, morning tea before um, Kiss and Tell Radio. Mm-hmm. So right, all right. Signing out. As you know, jacebaron.com, jacebaron, all the other jazz. Char. And Char says so on everything and charsaysso.com. Cool. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.